Good morning. Well, it's morning here. I don't know where you are, but uh, where we are, it's early in the morning. I'm drinking coffee out of my custom mug. And um, it's another episode of Dakar Rally Daily with Jesse Ziegler and Quinn Cody. Are you Quinn Cody still? I'm I'm still here. That's good. Somehow I keep coming back for more. You're glutton for punishment. Man. Well, today's a pretty exciting day in Dakar Rally world. We got actually into real stage of racing. We're not in a prologue anymore. We're on the gas doing big kilometers. Stage one was a big one too, right? It was 400 and some K a special. Yeah. It's a big long day for the guys. I think we had 414 kilometers of special today Mm. and we got some crazy, crazy action, but uh, I think first we're going to quickly talk about our uh, sponsors for sure. And I don't know if we need to do the mileage conversion for our American audience. I just, I can Google it. I operate on the metric system. Now I'm fully converted. (laughs) Quinn's full Euro. Don't tell me, don't ask me inches or fractions or anything like that. Inches or feet or it's millimeters. Oh, okay. You're very precise. That's why I have you on the show. You're the precise. Yeah. Uh, so the 2024 Dakar Rally Daily is brought to you by Climb. They're our title sponsor every year. Today's OEM manufacturers Husqvarna, which makes awesome adventure travel, dual sport, motocross bikes. I saw their race team yesterday at Anaheim One Press Day. It looked pretty cool. I like yes. the Husqvarna look. It looks pretty fancy. Uh, Skavarna's the new factory edition is is pretty sick. Yeah, it is. Sure, it's fancy. It's like KTM Quinn, but fancier. Yeah, Husky's, you work on Husqvarna's too. Yeah, I do. I work on everything. Norden KTM Husqvarna Gas Gas Norden nine hundred one. Did you do a lot of development for that thing? Yeah, we worked on the on the Norden quite a bit. You know, it's built kind of on the same platform as our the KTM eight ninety Adventure R, but. Oh. Um, Definitely a little um, more comfort focused, a little more of a travel bike. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, really, I like the uh, way it looks. I really enjoy riding that bike. Me too. Actually. It's like cool. You know, when you're, when you're on the highway and you pull up behind someone with those like triple headlights, <laughs> they just move out of your way. It's great. <laughs> great. They think you're just, a cop. Yeah. They think you're a cop. Cop bike. If you want a cool cop bike, check out the Norton 901. Sir, uh, Rally Navigator again. Um, we got a lot of comments about how cool Rally Navigator is on yesterday's video and podcast. Um, it is cool, go check it out. Super cool. Shout out to everybody else that's sponsoring us today. Um, what happened today, Quinn? So, today we had an interesting shakeup actually. Um, you know, after the prologue yesterday, they all the top riders top 10 got to choose their own starting position yeah so generally the guys who win the prologue choose to start and back i want to say tosh Serena yeah chose to start in 18th or something like that which makes sense that makes yeah. sense then you don't have to lead out the stage you can follow some track take it easy gain some time on some people you're not going to lose a lot of time yep and skylar house who had a really bad prologue yesterday was kind of assuming that he was going to have to start first and lead out the stage he was pretty bummed about that yeah but then when it came time for Mason Klein to pull his uh, starting position, he chose number one. Just unheard of. People yes. don't choose to lead many stages of the Dakar Rally ever. No, especially stage one. Especially stage one. Like, like nothing started yet. You, like, you have nothing but time to lose at this yeah. point. And, but you know, Mason, he's, he's a different, different sort of guy. You know, he's not your typical uh, rally racer. And, you know, it kind of goes, if you listen to our pre-race interview with him, it kind of goes back to what, to what he was saying is he feels more comfortable leading 
and not having other people around him and not having to, you know, charge from the back of the pack and deal with other people's tracks. You know, he can do his own navigation and he feels more comfortable in that position. Yeah, he he did say that. And he also said that he was going to not do that. He said, I need to get better at riding in the mid pack or in the back and following. And, but he just can't get out of his head. He's, he knows what he wants to do and he goes and does it. I'm going to pull up the map today, live tracking map for a video. And that's Mason, that little triangle with his name on it. Yeah. If this you're is, watching on YouTube, if you're watching on basically, YouTube, Mason went and led from start to finish and collected a whole bunch of bonus time. I think he had, uh, over six minutes of, of bonus time and, uh, you know, ended up finishing third on the stage. So, uh, pretty, pretty incredible ride. That doesn't happen very often where a guy leads start to finish in a, in a stage of the Dakar without getting caught. And he was really kind of pulling away from all the guys that were, that were behind him. Yeah. It seems like there was near him, I should say. Yeah. Near him. They, they, they never saw him as far as we could tell. He just blitzed away and grabbed every one of those bonus points, bonus points for those of you that are new the ASO organizers of the race implemented a bonus opening stage or an opening bonus scheme into this race uh, last year. Yep. And basically it incentivizes people to race the whole race because you can get extra time if you're in the front opening waypoints. And they're modifying it a little bit, but you can probably explain that a little better than I can. Yeah. So it, what it what it was designed to do is it's always a penalty to lead out a stage. And especially when you get into the sand dunes, you know, guys were losing 15, 20 minutes by leading out. And so what we saw was guys sandbagging, trying not to finish in front uh, so that they didn't have to lead. So to equalize things, they so implemented this like one second per kilometer of bonus time. And, uh, so basically every kilometer that you're in front leading, you get, you gain an extra second. Yeah. So it gives you considerable amount of time at the end yeah. of the stage. If you grab, you know, half of those or some of those and Mason got a lot, all of them today. Yeah. He didn't leave any bonus points for anybody else to play with today. Nope. So that's the results today kind of shake out like this. We have Ross branch had a, a really strong ride and ended up taking the stage win. Um, he pulled, you know, a 10 minute gap. Over second place today, which is massive, really strong ride, yeah. really strong ride by Ross. And there, there were some other factors involved there. Um, you know, yeah. Ross actually stopped for a down teammate, and I think he was stopped for about twenty five minutes. And so, basically, the whole field went by him and and opened the stage for him. And then he was able to just charge from from that point on. And uh, but he was actually already leading on time when he stopped. So yeah, the speed was there. Away from him, yeah, the speed was, was there. there. Yeah, he was making it happen. Uh, Joaquim Rodriguez, his teammate went down and ended up withdrawing from the race and he had to, you know, yep. didn't have to, but he stopped to assist him and they give him the time back, which is good. But he did put in a great ride for a hero motorsports. Um, Ricky Brabrack, American stepped up from, uh, yesterday's stage and got second place. Like I said, about 10, 11 minutes back. You can see it on the screen if you're watching on YouTube and then Mason Klein leading the stage, uh, in thanks to some bonus points, but also just sheer speed. Yeah, finished third overall on the stage. He was he was motoring along. I mean, he was eleven minutes back, and you know, uh, really, I mean, if you look at the at the top ten, he still finished inside the top ten. If you take away all his bonus points, so yeah. his his speed is there. His speed is there, and the speed on the cove is there. Um, we got some quotes coming up from him, but let's get through this top ten. 
Uh, Bradley Cox, his teammate from a couple of years ago in the Rally 2 class when they were both on the Bass uh, Trucks team, uh, he ended up fourth today, which is probably his strongest stage finish that I can yeah, remember. I, I don't, I, I don't know so. if I've seen Brad Cox up there that far. No, no, Brad, he's, you know, he's a fast young guy from South Africa, uh, son of the kind of famous rally racer, Alfie Cox, yep. who's, you know, raced on the bike and the truck for years. And he's, uh, really, he hasn't been able to really put things together the last couple of years. He's, he's got a lot of speed. And so it looks like this year he's, he's put himself in a good position. Yeah, it's great to see him up there. Uh, fifth place, Nacho Cornejo, our Monster Energy Honda buddy, Ricky Brabeck's roommate usually in the motorhome. Uh, so a couple of Hondas in the top five already. Again, their their multiple bike strategy is putting a lot of bikes in good positions so far. Yeah, for sure. And and you know Nacho had a had a great ride. He's sitting in a really good spot. I think uh, going in tomorrow, you know, he's gonna he should be right there. Then uh, uh, Romain Dumontier, a French rider on a Husqvarna, he got sixth today. Strong ride from him. Uh, similarly, Lorenzo Santolino on the Sherco, so a factory Sherco in the top 10, which is really cool. Uh, the factory Sherco team's really, really cool looking bikes. You know, Sherco's kind of a boutique brand, but it's cool to see them have a real factory effort here. Yep. Um, and, we, and we've talked about them in the past, but it's good to see them in the top 10. Then we got uh, KTM guys uh, creeping in factory. Kevin Benavides finished eighth today. Daniel Sanders in ninth. Uh, Meshach, he's a privateer guy. Um, we've we've talked about him in the past too. He's uh, from Czech. He's 10th place today, and that's top 10. A lot yeah. of names missing out of that top 10 that we thought were going to be in there. Yes, there definitely are. And, you know, one of them is uh, yeah. our, our prologue winner, uh, Tasha Serena. Yeah. It sounds like he had a he had a crash today and maybe broke his arm or something. So yeah, damaged damaged limb somewhat there. Um, really, the two top te- headlines there is Mason choosing to lead mm-hmm. the stage and then Tasha going out. Yeah, unfortunately. And you know, Tasha's he's he's a really fast guy, but man, I I watched the the highlights from the prologue and he was he was hanging it out yesterday. And you thought maybe he, I was like when I. When I watched it, I'm going, ooh, he's gonna, he's riding over his head, he's gonna crash. It's going and, too uh, fast. And then there was, a, there's a video posted by the by the organization today of him saving a, a pretty big one. Mm-hmm. And he was, man, he got he, he got lucky there, but I don't think it was much further into the stage that he didn't get quite as lucky. So mm, too bummer. too bad for him. It's he was an exciting rider, and it's it's a bummer to see him go out so early. For sure. Uh, after we get through um, the results, we got some updates from our correspondent on the ground. Um, there's there's something to say about how early these guys get up and how long they race for every day, and it's not an insignificant sorry, it's not an insignificant feat to even get out there and do this. And we actually got some POV in their face video footage while they're lined up at like four thirty in the morning today. And you can tell that people are thinking about, you know, the topics we just talked about. So I'm going to pull up some of those videos now. Yeah, some really cool stuff from Anthony this morning before the start. All right, first up, we have Sam Sunderland lined up at the start of the race today. Let's hear what he has to say. Sam, first early morning. How are you feeling? Yeah, good, mate. First day is always a lot of excitement, let's say, and a lot of feelings. So, yeah, just looking forward to 
get stuck into it and um, yeah, after last year obviously uh, get through the stage and uh, take it from there really. You picked the spot, what was your strategy? Yeah, I tried to do sort of the best prologue I could so I had the uh, you know preference over the choice. I finished up sixth which I'm alright with, it was pretty hectic for a, for a prologue to be honest. It was just 27k but there was a bit of all sorts in there and um, Always tricky in the prologue because it's like you roll the dice of how hard you push to how much you have to navigate and you know whoever just goes all in on the tracks tends to get a better time but I'm pretty happy with it um, and yeah I chose to start a little bit back today and hopefully can benefit from some of the lines in front you know it's the first day of the race and um, no one's sort of in the rhythm of navigation just yet so yeah let's see how we go. What do you think of Mason pulling number one? Um, I'm not sure if it's brave or stupid, but anyway, hats off to the kid. He, uh, he's going to start out front today, and um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's brave. <laughs> right on. Good yeah. luck out there. Thanks, Matt. Brave indeed. Yeah. It worked out. Boldness paid off today for Mason. <laughs> Definitely worked out. And and Sam had a he finished 14th today, so he's he's sitting in a pretty good position going into tomorrow. And uh, I think, you know, it was really important to him to get through stage one. He had a, he had a big crash last year on stage one. So I think he was, had a, a lot of that playing on his mind that he was, he wants to kind of ease into this rally this year. It's a, it's an easy, it's a tough one. So he's definitely on a, it's taking his time. Yeah. Taking, he's his, taking time his time racing hard, but, um, you can clearly see that the, his face, when he asked him about Mason, he was just like, well. This is a strange decision by Mason. And that theme continues. We have more videos that will show that. Yeah, it's just going against everything that these guys know, right? They're, you know, seasoned rally racers and they know how to play the game. And they're like, wait, what? What? Okay. Disruption. Full disruption. Here's uh, here's Toby and Ricky talking about it too this morning. Good for him, dude. But yeah, you'd be interested. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Not the call you would have made there. Sorry? Not the call you would have made, obviously. No, no, definitely not the first day, but hey, credit to him. He's, he's got some thing on him in it. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We might hear our words today, so that we'll, we'll find out, but it's cool. It's cool to see. Everybody's pretty careful not to talk too much crap about the decision either. Toby's smart. He's like, oh, we might eat our words today, so yeah. let's just see what happens. And, and, you know, they, they, they kind of did. I mean, Mason finished a good, you know, 15 minutes in front of, in front of Toby. So that's a impressive ride. Yeah. Very impressive. It's hard to beat those guys. And we said before he got six minutes of bonus time today. You take those six minutes out. He's in ninth place ahead of Daniel Sanders. But, you know, Toby Price, he's a veteran stage one again, easing into things. So we have a, a little bit of a a swing going on already. We have the yeah. the young guys out trying to get out front and lead yeah. it early. And then we have the veterans kind of hanging back and letting the race come to them. Yeah. That is something we should probably say is like, there's a lot of things that can happen day by day here and you can make big moves in a day, but it's not a, it's not even a five day race. It's no. a 13 day race. Yes. And that's just, some things are unsustainable and some things will just be proven out there. But a lot is going to happen. A lot. Things are going to happen to Mason. Things are going to happen to everybody. Yes. Uh, there's more of these great videos we got. Let's let's bring up uh, Ross Branch, today's stage winner, because, A, he's awesome, 
and B, he's got some good stuff to say. Russ, great to meet you and hear that infectious laugh in person. How are you feeling? <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, you know, day one is always uh, the nerves are there, but uh, excited for today. Going to go have some fun and uh, just enjoy it. Happy to be here. Happy to be at another start of Dakar and uh, looking forward to a long one. How did you pick yesterday? Uh, picked 18th uh, just because there's a few lines, you know, and it's a little bit easier to get into it when uh, with, with not such hard navigation. So at least we've got a couple of lines in front of us and uh, makes makes today a little easier. How do you think everybody in the sort of GP is feeling about today? Like what's the general I vibe? think everybody's got some nerves, you know, but uh, everybody's really excited and uh, the speed is so high. So yeah, we just got to go out there, give it our best shot. It's going to be a long one. I think everybody's going to be full gas every day. So yeah, it'll be cool to see. We've seen a little bit about the hero. Any sort of big news or big updates yeah not uh, not at the moment you know we we haven't changed much uh, we've just uh, you know perfected the small little issues that we had from last year so yeah I'm the bike is good I've done a lot of training back home in Namibia and Botswana so yeah looking forward to to no no problems this year <laughs> and are these your lucky pants what? for sure you know it puts a smile on everyone's face and that's what racing's about make everybody happy that's what we're here for <laughs> let's see him Happy face. <laughs> awesome. Good luck. Thank you. That's why we like Ross Branch. Yeah, great. He's such a happy dude. He's, uh, if you're listening to the podcast and not watching on YouTube, he was wearing a, a set of uh, happy smiley face pajama pants over his uh, over his riding gear. So it, these guys are all bundled up in the morning, by the way, getting ready to take off. So it's, you know, probably 5 a.m. In, in the dark and, and it's cold this time of year in Saudi. So they have to ride a good, you know, 150 kilometers to the start of the stage. And yeah, they're all bundled up and trying to stay warm. Yeah. And there's just so much activity going on. You can hear all the bikes behind them, you know, everybody's idling basically at this start line in the desert on the edge of this moving city. And they just kind of head off on a little transfer in the dark till they get to the start of the special. And they have to do that every day. Yeah. It's a lot of early mornings. Yes, it is. And it seems to never end. Oh, jeez. We got a little video of Ricky we could play real quick. Or, yeah, here's one of Ricky know? too, because he's awesome. Yeah, and Ricky had a really good day. Ricky Brayback, first somewhat early morning. How you feeling? Yeah, you know, first uh, first stage of the Dakar Rally for uh, Not sure how we're feeling, you know. Uh, the prologue you can pick, the top 10 guys can pick in the rally category, and unfortunately I wasn't able to get a starting position. Uh, so it was kind of just flip-flop for me, but um, I feel like at the end of the day, we're actually in a pretty good spot because today's a, a big stage, and uh, you know it's more more my style terrain, rocky and fast and dusty. But uh, yeah, all the guys are starting behind me, but uh, you know the gap is two minutes now in the um, you know from ten to twenty. So uh, if I do lose time, and it, it won't be that much, hopefully. But yeah, looking forward to it. Today's the first special for the. The Dakar, so let's see how it goes, and uh, we'll catch you guys later. So the top ten guys didn't have to pick a spot in the top ten; they could pick a spot anywhere. Yeah, so the top ten uh, Rally GP riders can pick a starting position in the Rally GP cat, like out of all Rally GP. So um, yeah, I, I picked. Well, I didn't really pick. I finished 13th, and now I'm starting 
11th, but everyone wanted to fit 12th, 13th, and 14th, so they're all just behind me, so uh, at the end of the day, it's not it's not terrible, but uh, we'll see what happens today. I mean, it's a big stage, but a lot can happen in, in the first day, so the plan for today is just to honestly just kind of relax and just get to the finish, you know, not not push too hard, but, you know, not lose too much time just to kind of see the rhythm of the game, but yeah, for today, just going to cruise, get to the finish line, and see kind of how things are taking up. Good luck. Thank you. Interesting to see his starting position and where everybody wants to be. You take Mason out of the equation. Most right. people wanted to be 12 to 13 today, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it didn't hurt him really starting in, in what was it, 11th? So, mm-hmm. I mean, he, you know, he finished uh, second on the day and, you know, lost, lost a chunk of time to Ross Branch, but he kept everybody else behind him. Yeah. Like you said before we played his clip, really strong day today. He, uh, he made up on time and, second overall today and as we get into the general classification standings we're so early in the race basically the way people finish today is kind of their overall standings right yeah and you know this this result with with ross branch he's he's almost 11 minutes ahead of of second and they credited him back some time sure and i a part of me is kind of questioning a little bit of, of, of this because he's, he was so much faster, right? Like yeah. 10 minutes on second place and then everybody else is pretty tight. So yeah, these, right, these right. results are still provisional and they, they could change slightly depending on what we're, you know, yeah. what the ASO does. Sometimes they adjust things or whatever. And they have like a, a jury that decides these things. If another yeah. team comes in with a complaint saying, hey, he shouldn't have got 25 minutes, just give him 15. He's still going to be leading by three minutes. Like, yeah, that's I mean, too much time. I mean, who knows? I, I, I don't know how long he was stopped and, you yeah, know, right. the, whole, the, whole, the whole deal. But man, he, I mean, 10 minutes to put 11 minutes on everyone in the field. Mm-hmm. It's a big, it's a big day. deal. It's a big day. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there you can see the standings if you're looking, but literally pretty much exactly the way they finished today. Ross Branch is leading the rally. Ricky Brabeck's in second. Mason Klein's in third. Nacho moves up a spot into fourth. Bradley Cox is in fifth. And, you know, all the way down to the top 10 is pretty much standard, but a lot of racing to go, and it's just getting started. And we love it. All right, we should probably interrupt everybody for a quick minute and talk some more sponsor stuff quickly. We're not going to take a lot of time, but our sponsors make this happen. Um, also... They're amazing motorcycle-based companies that we can endorse without yes. without the sponsorship. Uh, These and, guys are the real deal. And they're making it happen, man. They're making our fun ideas happen. They're making it so more people learn about Rally, which is our goal here. We just want to get the word out, get more people talking about it, um, and even interacting with it in our Dakar Fantasy Derby game. You can do that thanks to MotoMinded. MotoMinded.com. You will find cool things for your dirt bike there. I guarantee it. You can upgrade a headlight easily. They fit perfectly. They're adjustable. He's got all the other gadgets and stuff too. And then Giant Loop Moto, we're talking bags for bikes, cool stuff. Fast Company, good parts for bikes. Uh, you know, more focused on the lighter, smaller bikes, but they're moving in more and more adventure fitments too for the uh, foot pegs and their flex bars. And then High Desert Adventures, our buddy Ace up there in Oregon. Lots of really cool rides he can take you on, plus race support. Very cool. Awesome. Thanks to all you guys, and uh, go support our uh, the guys that are supporting us, keeping this thing coming. Yeah, even Jimmy Lewis off road, you can even support him, despite yeah. our best, yeah, our best 
chance, like our best efforts to just knock him down. He keeps coming back up. I know. I mean, but if you want to learn how to navigate or, or properly ride a dirt bike, then he's your guy. His quote is just be a better person by learning how to ride your motorcycle better. That's what he can do for you. So check it out. Jimmy Lewis sign up for newsletters on all these people and you'll get new updated information. Now that the race is wrapped up, I think we counted most of the people have finished after eight, nine hours of racing now. Yep. Uh, we were keeping an eye on Kyle McCoy specifically, one of our, you know, original by Motul or Mali Moto guys. He came in at eight hours and 45 minutes or something like that. So he's finished in safe yeah. as we can tell. Yeah. It looks like Kyle made it in. We were, we we're kind of waiting on him and uh, I don't think we're going to get a quote from him today. He's probably kind of um, tired. There's another American out there, Weston Carr. And, mm -hmm. uh, looks like he finished, gosh, I, I can't quite find him in the results, but I know he had a, he had a respectable finish today. And I honestly, I don't know anything about this guy. So, uh, any friends of, uh, Weston out there, Give us a feel shout. free to send us a, yeah, send yeah. us a message on Instagram. Let us, let us know some background about him. Cause it's kind of a mystery. Yeah. A mystery. We love mystery. Yeah. We love mystery and drama here. Good stuff. Uh, let's get some post-race interviews. we got some quotes coming in from people. Here's uh, our favorite racer of the day, Mason Klein, and his crazy ideas, uh, giving us his quote of the day. So here's Mason. What up, podcasters? This is Mason Klein coming at you from the stage one finish bivouac. Um, it was a crazy day. Uh, I finished in one piece. Um, some it was really rocky my tires were completely bald at the end um rims don't look too bad unfortunately there are some little dings here and there um put a big hole in the skid plate which put a big dent in my exhaust and i lost a lot of time because i was really low on power near the end and yeah and that and i made a navigation mistake near the end so that doesn't help but opening the stage was really nice and uh it, he didn't lose that much time no no i mean <laughs> <laughs> relatively speaking he, a lot uh, of people he made time today finished behind him today and uh you know it's a little insight into into how hard he's pushing though because obviously smashing exhaust smashing wheels you're yeah. he's going for it yeah he's know, pinning and, it he's got and, something to prove out there you know, I think it's it's that contrast between the veterans that that we're talking about, Toby and Sam, and these guys that are pretty rolling in pretty conservative this year, and Mason's rolling in on the gas. He's ready got, to race. kind of like he did last year. Kind of like he did last year. He's got nothing to lose, it seems, and he's only got things to gain. That's his mindset, I think. Yeah, and and it, I think anything from now is is extra credit for him, right? He made it to the starting line. He doesn't know anything about that bike he doesn't know if it's gonna stop running today or if it's gonna run the whole rally or his frame's gonna stretch with he doesn't know so he has uh, quote from he has enough exhaust pipes and wheels to get him through the rest of the race yeah it could come down to not having enough parts his quote from the organization today was this was my third time riding the bike <laughs> yeah could you ride a bike third time and win a stage at Dakar no maybe when I was 20. Two years old. And had nothing to lose. Yeah. Well, good job, Mason. We are pumped that you're out there doing it. Um, here's one from Ricky Brayback, which is great. Yeah, today was tough. Um, you know, yesterday in the briefing, they said it'd be uh, like physical demanding and long. And I mean, they, they were right for sure. It was it was long. It was tricky and it was rocky. Um, 
know, I started a little bit in the back today, but uh, I mean that only helped for for a little bit. Then um, I was up front with with my teammates uh, Skyler and Nacho, and I think we pushed. I think we pushed really hard all the way to the finish, and uh, you know the result is the result is good. So I'm looking forward to seeing how everyone else finishes. It was it was definitely a tough day, and um, the bike didn't touch the ground. So I think the mechanic's gonna be happy. <laughs> No, no, I don't. Uh, no, he was behind us. I have no idea what happened. I have no information. Nothing. Because crash, you get injured. You risk injury. Ah, dang. Yeah, it sucks for for a teammate to go out on the first day. But hey, today was was not easy. Today it was uh, survival for sure. Um, a lot of stones. And I mean, we we. I don't think the team was going too fast. I mean, some areas we were going fast. Some areas we were just riding smooth. But. I think we did a good job. We got to the finish, and uh, that was goal number one. Goal number two is—I uh, don't even have a goal number two. Let's get to the let's get to rest day. Traps. <laughs> uh, the navigation was was tricky for sure. There was many many notes like really close together. A lot of notes though were like kind of cap average, but a lot of you know tracks going left and right, straight. So it was hard to pick the the the, the good one, but. Uh, yeah, we did a good job. You know, I made a couple of mistakes, but my team was with me the whole time, so we were kind of able to, like, you know, help each other out, and I think this was what the team's for. So uh, good job to uh, them, and, you know, I can't thank them enough. It was it was fun, fun day. It was a team stage. 100% uh, team stage, yeah. 100% team stage, pretty cool. Yeah, that that's really cool to hear, and Ricky sounds pretty relaxed and kind of, you know, composed really and, does really does yeah yep and and to finish second on the stage is is really good you know we see kind of on the other side of things toby and sam and and these guys that are quite a ways back and and mm -hmm. i think the the train suits what what ricky's background is right coming from the california desert he's comfortable in this train and it, it's very similar to when he won in 2020 mm -hmm. it was he came in and he he had a solid start to the rally and got in the lead and just held it the rest of the way. Yeah. Very good terrain for Ricky and Mason. Mason said it's his style, style of terrain. Um, anybody in the West coast of the United States seems to be more comfortable in this stuff, but not everybody was comfortable out there today. Like you mentioned no. and Skyler specifically on the results is showing 22nd overall. I think Yep, ended up, he started second, not a desirable traditional Dakar rally start position but he um he got he got hung out he made a big navigation mistake his words um on his instagram post he hasn't <laughs> responded yeah. to us today rightfully so um and then just couldn't couldn't recover from that and it sounds like he got caught by nacho and ricky and just rode with them and by that time he had lost the time yeah so it looks like he lost about 39 minutes today to just, ross branch so. yeah yeah to the leader 29 minutes kind of on the rest of the pack to on Ricky and, and these guys. So, uh, you know, tough way to start the rally for sure is to, to drop almost 40 minutes in the first stage. But, uh, you know, I mean, he's, he's a strong dude and I think he'll be back and, and ready to, ready to battle it out. Yeah, for sure. Toby price isn't that much better off than he is right now. Toby's sitting 23 minutes off of branch. And so, you know, he's 10 minutes in front of Skyler, but still not a great start to the rally for Toby in, in all honesty. Yeah. I mean, it, 
I, I think they're all just kind of letting it come to them and, and yeah. being patient, but they, maybe they're, they're playing a different strategy. You know, maybe some guys are being a little more patient than other guys. I don't think Skyler wanted to be back that far. No. Uh, I think Toby's pretty comfortable with where he's sitting right now. Mm. And, you know, they see, obviously, Ross Branch rode a, a crazy, crazy ride today, right? To, Re- yeah, to put really that much fast. time on everybody. But that's it's hard to, to sustain that for 13 days. So... I think they're counting on these guys losing time later in the race. And, and also Ross has to open a big stage tomorrow. He does. He does have to open another stage. We can get right into that. I did want to touch on Daniel Sanders has a pretty good quote um, today describing, you know, his personal setup with the bike and also sort of strategy, I think, too. So here's Daniel Sanders after the race today. He had a little bit better finish. He's still in the top 10, but uh, not, uh, not a stage win or anything like that for him. Yeah, it was it was rock and roll out there, mate. I loved it. Um, yeah, I um, definitely wish I set the bike up a little different for today. Um, yeah, it was punishment out there. It's a good way to uh, knock us around the first day of Dakar. It feels like we've done five days already. Anyway, for me to come off the injury and straight into that was was brutal. But I just didn't want to crash, so that was the the priority, and I finished in a not too bad spot. Um, so. I'm happy to make it to the finish line, like without any scratches, so that's good. So it was a good test, physical test. I would have preferred nice and easy, but uh, it's good to good, good to know where the bike is. So we'll make some changes tonight and um, try and adapt it for the rest of the race. Yeah. Looking for some more comfort, maybe out of that platform. Yeah, sounds I, like. You know, Daniel, he runs his his stuff really stiff. I've I've ridden it, and he, and he wants it to hold up in the sand because that's. He's a really good sand rider, and yeah. that's where he makes a lot yeah. of his time. But he, you know, when, and when you're in, the, when you ride the sand, you want a fork that doesn't move much. You want it to be really rigid. And but when you get into the rocks, it's kind of a penalty, right? Because you don't have any comfort, and so the thing's just beating you up all day. And I can, I can see where he wouldn't be happy with that base setting. Yeah, in it, the, in those kind of rocks. And like the second half of that stage had lava rock everywhere which is like a scary rock to ride in because they're sharp rocks yes. um jacob argerbright on his instagram post today said he's never seen that many rocks in the dakar stage and he actually liked it and he finished pretty strong today he finished 18th i think yeah so good to see that american up yeah, there good ride for jake and uh, he's kind of creeping into the top 20 and that's that's where i i feel like a guy like that should be he's a he's a former national hare and hound champion and so you know I don't think he's. We've really seen his full potential in rally yet, so it'll be good to to get him up there in the mix. Yeah, he sounds comfortable on the Honda he's racing, which is a cool other program too to talk about as that develops. Um, Honda sort of rental bike with uh, based on a 450RX. So tomorrow's stage, let's jump right into that. I think unless you have more info we, you want to share. Do we want to get a quote from Ross? Did did we have that or a post quote from Ross maybe? Maybe I mean he is our stage winner, right? <laughs> we should talk to the stage winner. Yeah, I think I have something from Ross. It was a really tough day. I think they threw everything they had at us this first uh, first stage of this Dakar, but uh you know, uh, racing isn't everything. So when you see one of the competitors lying on the floor, it's uh, the best thing to stop and wait with them and make sure that they're okay. And uh, yeah, I hope he's, he gets well soon and is back on the bike. He's a really good guy, a really good rider. And uh, you never like to see your friends like that. So uh, it's no problem for me, you know. Uh, we had to stop and help and that's what we're there for. If it was me that lying on the ground, I'm sure he would stop and help me. So 
all in all, it was a good day. Nice and long day. Uh, really challenging. You know, uh, like I said, they threw everything at us. Even starting further back, the navigation was tough. But um, I enjoyed it. It was, it was good fun. And uh, the first 400k is the first proper stage under the belt. And uh, feeling good for tomorrow. First 400k under your belt. Guess what you have to do tomorrow? Yes. Another, another 400 400K. kilometers. <laughs> Actually more tomorrow. About 50 kilometers more. It's 463 kilometer total special stage. Plus another 192 kilometers of liaison. It's a big day tomorrow. That after is, a beatdown. That is a big day for sure. And you can see... It looks like there's a couple uh, neutralization sections in there. So mm -hmm. maybe there's a few of those kilometers that are on the pavement. It looks like they have a, a transfer, um, maybe 30, 40 kilometers of that is, is transfer stage in the, in the middle. But uh, still, it's going to be a long day. Not a lot of free miles out there in this Dakar where you're just cruising for, for no consequence. You are pushing it yep. every day. And they're saying 77% dirt track. So... It's not going to be much of it. There is there is eight percent dune, but yep. it looks like it's going to be more of a more of a road race tomorrow. Um, not as I don't rocky. Know if it'll be as rocky. It doesn't seem to show. It says one percent stony track. So hmm. we'll see. You know, Ross is is taking off first, so we'll see what he can do leading out. Yeah, so be bonus interesting. time. It will be interesting. We're we're out of the picking your starting order scenarios. We're out of your inverted starts. Now it's how you finish the day. You start the next day. So Ross won today. He will lead tomorrow early. Ricky Brayback will be right behind him, and Mason's going to be behind Ricky. And that'll be interesting to see how those top three deal with chasing those bonus points. Because really, you have to make a decision: Are you going to go for those bonus points and get the minutes at the end of the day, or are you going to? I mean, yeah, you have right. no, you have no you have choice. No choice. You have to there. go. <laughs> You're in front. You got to go for those bonus points. You, yeah. you get every one of those you can. And and this is the other thing is Ricky and Mason are going to be right behind him. Yeah. So one little mistake, one little navigation error for Ross, and he's got those guys coming, and they're going to be fighting to to get in front to get those bonus points. And the new bonus point structure this year, they will share. The lead group will share. Uh, bonus points if they get to those waypoints as a group within 15 seconds of each other. Yeah, I think 15 seconds. So, so if you're in a group that's within 15 seconds of each other, you'll each get a bonus point or second at every kilometer that's there available. Yeah, and, and that works in the dune stages. I don't know on right. a dirt road stage like this, probably not because the dust is going to be hanging for, you know, you'll never get within seconds. 15 seconds of someone, I basically. I don't see unless it's a lot of like off track you know, virgin stuff, you're probably not going to see guys riding really, really close to each other until they get into the dunes. Got a good, good insight. Um, I like that. You know what else I like is guessing how good I am at Dakar rally predictions. Turns out, uh, not as good today as I was yesterday. No. How about you? How were I'm, you today? I'm horrible today. I did not get one pick correct. I, I guessed the top 10 and... Nope. nope. I didn't even make the leaderboard. That that I'm just goes to show you how crazy today's stage was, kind of, because traditionally if we would have picked guys in 10th through 15th place to get in the top five that at have that one. potential, at least one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but you got zero. Zero. Uh, I at least got one. So I'm not as bad as you are. Uh, some fun names here that we know in the top positions at the Dakar Rally Daily Fantasy Derby 
go to chainslayer.com slash Dakar to get started. It doesn't yeah. matter when you start, by the way. You can start anytime. You can and you'll play be every day. You can play one day a week. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's free. But Kelly, this is moto-minded Kelly. This is, she's in top yeah. five. Look at that. Okay. Well, then, you know, a little sponsor there might... Yeah, maybe that's influence. from Moto Minded. Yeah, good idea. Who good who point. won today though? What do we got? Oh yeah, Pedro Bermudez. Look at this guy. Pedro, where's he from? I don't know. Where's that flag from? Ooh, that's a good one. Is that Port Venezuela? Venezuela. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Thanks, Radek, for putting the uh, name of the fl- countries after I touched the flag. That was my request last year because I couldn't <laughs> tell what these flags were. Yeah. Our- Top American, Nathan. Good job, Nathan. Lynn Biggs. Nice work. Ooh, look at this. Belgium. Where's Jolie from Belgium? Belgium. Belgium. Yep. Okay. Good job. All right. Um, people I care about, my brother, you better not beat me today. Oh, he, Ace. He beat you. He did? Oh, Ace is in top 15, another sponsor of the show. Jeez, this is embarrassing. I still don't. Oh, no. This is terrible. Jessica Ziegler. Somebody told my wife to play. And she beat you. She plays one day and she's almost in the top 20. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't hard to do today. And my brother beat me. Where am I so at? You're going to have to get over to chainslayer.com slash Dakar. I'm still scrolling. Play. Still play scrolling. Jesse's over here still scrolling. He's oh, my gosh. About the 59th place, people. 59th place. Um, yeah, you're going to want to play that game. It's fun. Yeah, and, and it's free. It would have been really easy to beat me today. You just have to get even close on one pick. <laughs> Uh, well, try to beat Quinn, try to beat Jesse, try to beat your friends on our Dakar fantasy thing. Tomorrow's stage, big one coming up. What else do we got going, Quinn? Yeah, I mean, thanks, you know, thanks again to our, our man in the bivouac, Anthony Bonello. Yeah. He's, uh, unfortunately he got in a little late today and so we didn't get a ton of stuff, but we're going to be posting some videos from him up on, uh, our Instagram, some bonus content. So, uh, get over to Dakar rally daily on, on Instagram. Some and really cool stuff. Some, some bonus stuff, bonus clips from Mason and uh, Bradley Cox and a few other guys. I think what's going on is the the internet's a bit slow in the bivouac today, so we're having a little technical difficulty, but nah. we're going to keep it going. We're getting it done somehow. Uh, we have. I know one post you're going to want to see is Mason Klein's tire from after that stage. Yes, looks pretty smoked. <laughs> That's that already out. up. That's already up, so check that out. Um, also, if you are keen, you can watch these. You can watch podcast on Cycle News' YouTube channel. Uh, and that's it. We also have updated uh, results on Cycle News every day from the news side of things. There's an ongoing story there. We're going to A1 Supercross today. There's a lot of stuff going on today, Quinn. Yes. Great day. I'm going to be sitting at home watching. Watching Supercross. Good. Yes. Good for you. Well, you'll probably see me on TV. I'm going to streak the field. <laughs> All right. Watch for Jesse tonight. Watch for me on Supercross coverage. It's on early this week, so all you East Coast people, uh, you can watch it. at. It's on 5 Pacific Standard is when it starts. Yeah. Thank God they started two hours early. Thank goodness. It's past my bedtime otherwise. All right. I think we're out of here. We did a pretty good job today, I think. Yep. I gave us a solid B+. Good enough. Just got to put it all together now. Yeah. Piece of cake. All right. Thanks, everybody.